some of the neighbor this is their families in my neighborhood right yep some of them have kids uh and two in particular are like well so kids love peach okay yeah um because she's tiny and non-threatening um and peach loves kids because she loves attention and recently there has been these two kids who live down the street who have set up i think i think like one time a couple of weeks ago i saw them like they set up a lemonade stand like Mm. a classic like entrepreneurship for children like lemonade stand thing Mm -hmm. Uh, and i don't think that was working out for them because they decided to change their business model uh, and now they sell comics oh in so far Mm. as like comics that they themselves have created Mm -hmm. um and we got into well we got like involved in these people because like they're like oh my gosh a, a dog uh, and then Peach was like, oh my gosh, someone who wants to give me attention. And then we we became their first customers. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's the thing about their business model. First customers, free comics. Score, right? Okay, yep, yep, sounds good to me, yep. But, and I was like, you fucking, you, you fucking idiots. You're never going to make any money giving away free comics. What are you doing? Well, this is capitalist society. Mm. Um, but here's the thing you want you want part one of the comic free you want part two yep that's gonna be a dollar fuck and you're it's like, like fuck, I wanna know what happens to Nuclear Man which is I think the name of one of the characters actually um although then they eventually rescinded I think because their dad told them to stop <laughs> they were like yeah no it turns out we decided that you're our first customers so you uh eat free for life Mm, yep uh also they like really really like hanging out with their dog yeah and uh they just address jess as pug lady pug lady oh that's so good she's like oh no my name is jess or she's like no yeah my name is jess she's like got it pug lady this is (laughs) pug lady well i guess it's not wildly inaccurate yeah it's like I, i mean i guess you you're probably I could probably assume you're talking about me. I don't know who else you'd be addressing, but still, like that's It's the lady who looks like a pug who's standing behind you. Yeah, there's a lady Oh no, I was talking to Pug Lady and there's some lady with like a scrunched up face. Scrunched up face and a dog body. Weird. What is that? Like she walks on four legs? Yeah, and she's also a pug. Her she's... arms come out of the the front of her body? She's just a lady. <laughs> She's just a pug who's a lady. <laughs> like Peach. Peach is a pug lady. Yeah, she is. Oh, boy. Well, she's is... she's not yet a pug lady. She's a pug girl. She's a pug adolescent. Mm. God, it is like the weather is just warm enough that I, I... It's fucked up that this dog is on my lap. Oh, I get you. Like, it is... The weather is fine right now. But it's gonna get hot. My man. Yeah. And tomorrow. <sighs> yeah. Get a little preview of what summer has in store. I'm not looking forward to it. 
Oh, I, Peach had yeah. another interaction with a, a a younger girl who was playing with the 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 kids that we know. Um, and she was like petting Peach, like you did like the little cute little kid thing where they like they like nervous to touch the, touch the dog, and they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna touch the dog," and like they like touch its head, and then they're like, Wee! like they like <laughs> yeah. pull their hand back and giggle. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then she's like, I she. I was I had Peach on the leash, so like I was holding the leash. So she asked me. She was like, "Can I hug and kiss your dog?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." And she like gave Peach a kiss on the forehead, and then like gave her a little hug, and Peach sat there, and it was adorable. <laughs> and her her mom was nearby, and she was like, "She's like it, that's." She's like, "That's so much better than your little than your your stuffed animals." Mm-hmm. And I was like. Oh man, I, thought, I love this dog. She brings happiness and joy wherever she goes. Because people yeah. are like, "Hey, look at that dog! It's got a fucked up grill." Yeah, fucked up grill. <sighs> That's her her trademark. Fucked up grill. It's okay. My dog's got a fucked up bod. Yeah, everyone's just like, "Yo, look at that long dog! Look at that un- unusually long sausage dog." Is that what, it, what is that what it is? Sausage jug. No, but what is that from Frobisher <clears throat> says? Oh, um uh it's either Touch like my, pet my dry uncom- dry my unbelievably dry. long sausage dog. That's what it is. Frobisher says the only good Vita game. It's true. Well, no, it's true. There was some. I, I bet some games got ported to that thing that were fine. But Persona Four Golden is the best version of that game. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I don't know because they changed the battle music. Apparently, they did. I didn't even know that. Yeah, they did. I've, I, I, I've forgotten. I had forgotten that. I will now uh, do uh, our new weekly segment where I learn how much a PlayStation TV costs today, and it is. It's now sixty dollars. Sixty dollars? That's way too many dollars. <laughs> That's way too much. Additionally, it's it's not about the PlayStation TV. It's about the uh, the cost of the memory cards. Because I can't just get a PlayStation TV and slap a Sony Four Golden in it and like fucking rock and roll. Yeah, you can. No, I need a memory card. Um. Right. This PlayStation. Does the PlayStation TV for sixty dollars really have any amount of onboard memory? PlayStation TV memory. Nope, that's not what I want to look up. Um, I remember the time I played my PlayStation TV. You found a Reddit post. I have memories of the PlayStation TV. All right, here we go. PlayStation TV, the ultimate FAQ from the official uh, PlayStation blog. Fuck me up, Pam. Um, let's see. Is a memory card required for gameplay? PSTV has a one gigabyte internal memory, which can be used for game saves or small size download content. However, you need several one memory gigabyte, cards, which is plenty enough to buy a physical copy of Persona Four Golden. I have to buy a physical copy though; those are like rare collectibles. No, you can buy one on Amazon for twenty dollars. Yeah, but I can also get it for eight dollars digitally during like the Golden Week sale. Well, listen, Nick, you're never going to do either, so I don't know why we're arguing. Okay. Physical this. copy install. A physical install, physical copy install plus one save file equals one point eight 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 kilobytes. You mean gigabytes? Is this says kilobytes? Oh, you're talking about the save? 
a physical copy install plus one save file, according to Shinjiro from Game FAQs a year ago. Oh, okay. Physical copy install plus save file equals 1888 kilobytes. Not even two kilobytes. That seems impossibly small. That's very small. Um, uh, the default the default memory card that comes with the PSTV will be more than enough. So yes, if I bought if if I spent eighty dollars right now, I could get. But I eight. don't I don't want another I don't want another eighty hour or JRPG. I already haven't finished Persona Five. Yeah, but like one day. Next time it goes on sale, I'll buy it digitally. But then I can't. <clears throat> then you can't play it. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Yeah, because it's probably several gigabytes. Persona 4 Golden Install. PSN. Well, I'm going to just go to the PSN. That input will be there. Mm. I like it. Do I want to... Do I really feel that strong about replaying Persona 4? I, uh, maybe. In, like, low resolution? Resolution is pretty good. Oh, it's better than Sega, a PS. Sega it's better Persona than a PS2. 4, the golden animation <clears throat> P4GA Chiyosatanaka seven-inch action figure. Oh, sick! It's it, the resolution would be better than um, the PS2 version. Dog. Mm. Debatable. N- no, not debatable. <laughs> no, no, actually. <laughs> the, v- uh, the Vita screen has more output than all of the PS2 put together. Really? Yeah. The the PS Vita at least outputs in uh yeah, 3.1 gigabytes. Please welcome welcome to reading specs off Wikipedia cast. Um Please. this is I haven't gone to Wikipedia yet. I haven't resorted this is, to it. This is the this is the podcast where we look up specs for hardware and then argue about it. Let's discuss teraflops. Let's. I can get an 8 gigabyte an eight gigabyte thing. I could get an eight gigabyte flash drive for like twenty five cents right now. Dead ass. Yeah, but that's um, not a but, proprietary uh, memory card. <laughs> I know it's that's horrible. That's why I never owned a Vita. I've always wanted a Vita. And I said this fifteen times on this podcast, but I've always wanted a Vita. I've never gotten one because of the freaking proprietary memory card costs. Yeah. The PlayStation the... Vita starter kit with memory card thirty dollars. What kind of memory card you got? Four gigabytes? That's enough for a P4G. Yep. It comes with a case. Ooh. But then I have to, I also kind of just want... How far will the, the Vita depreciate before it increases in price again? I don't know. Before it becomes What's... like a collectible item. Oh, um... I don't think it'll ever be a collectible item. I think it'll be like... One of those, um... One of those things where... Uh, uh, somebody might want one, but everybody who has one already has one, so it's like not a big deal. Yeah. Um, it's like they're like two hundred bucks. Yeah, they are. I just want the. I wish the market could just crash on them, and people are just trying to liquidate. I did. I did remote play some Persona Five on my Vita, and that was very nice. It actually worked. I, I was very. Believe, I I seriously cannot believe I never got a Vita. I can. That's unbelievable to me. I can. Shit. And then and and you'll never get one now because uh, the Switch came out, which is basically just um, the Vita we're all waiting for the games to come out on. 
if um, they, if Amazon was like, hey, we just looked in our warehouses, we've got all these Vitas, and no one like supports this system, and this system is dead, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we uh we're just gonna try and liquidate these sixty bucks. Give us sixty bucks, we'll send you a Vita. Mm-hmm. I I would buy a Vita for sixty dollars. That seems like an impossibly low price point. Well, listen, that's just where I'm at right now. I mean, that's fine. Um, you know, so, I... so many games to play. Yeah, dog, it's real. My, I went to I went to GameStop.com just to see what they were selling Vitas for. They don't even have Vita on like the top bar. That's not surprising at all, really. I haven't. They've like officially it's, it's... stopped supporting it, right? No, they they haven't officially but like basically also i want to point out that i went to uh i went to the more tab and under consoles guess how many consoles down it is from the top and then guess what consoles come before it i'll give you a hint it's fucked up n64 uh uh, no so okay here ready we nintendo ds gamecube psv oh oh shit that's savage Right? Like, that's messed up. I messed love that. Up. You can get... You can get a refurbished Vita for $150. It's, uh... Alright, eBay. What's up, what's up with eBay? Craigslist. Craigslist. Free. Get this Vita out of my house. I hate it. V- free Vita. Please remove it from my home. It's haunted. Come to my house and take my Vita, not, in parentheses, not a trap. <laughs> not a trap. Sony PlayStation Vita, Vita, Vita PSV, PCH-2001 Slim, and Borderlands 2 Bundle, uh, dash, nice, in all caps, dash. Nice. 69. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, here, wait, wait, oh, wait. This could go, this could go, we can go deeper. Look for, like, ones in worse condition? No, look for a PlayStation TV on eBay. Price is shipping. Lowest first. Buy it now. This is That's a PlayStation 1. How many? Uh... $35, uh, plus $18 shipping. Yeah, I hate that. They they shouldn't be allowed to do that. Lot of four buzzers for Buzz, Quiz TV, uh, Sony PlayStation 2 and 3. That's not a PlayStation TV. Yeah, Amazon has a cheaper price than all of these. Listen, Nick, this is the Bear vs. Man cast. Listen, my men. Yeah, I, I know. Um, my name's Nick. My name is Ryan, uh, and today... Today's probably May 17th. That's what I heard on the internet. Uh, a little birdie told me. Well, let me just... uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. okay. Yeah. All right, good. 17. Good. Um, um uh, it, this is episode 109. It is. Hmm, what a long, crazy road it's been. Or whatever yeah. that expression is. Yeah. An Ernest Hemingway quote or whatever. Er, 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 Ernest Hermberg. Arnold Hemingway Arnold. once said 
Ernest Nessingwary. Yep, that's it. That's the name. Um, I think. I don't know. Well, what do you think? I I think it, we would be remiss if we didn't mention the cool board games we played last night. I think we should talk about those. Uh, for Pandemic Legacy is like. I like I heard about Pandemic Legacy, obviously, but it is actually like the most buck wild thing ever. It's pretty buck wild. And yeah. I didn't realize like <clears throat> what buck wild how buck wild it was until we really until all until you broke out all the stickers. As soon as I knew stickers were involved, yeah. I was like, Oh, this shit's crazy. It's it's actually nuts and you fortunately showed up on the night where it was the most buck wild I've ever seen it. Um, usually but just when... like there are stickers. Yeah, yeah, and you fuck up that board. You fuck it up real good. Um, it's it's crazy. But... Yeah, it's like we're just. Are we gonna ever win? Like, are are we? Are you like fucked? Like, is that board fucked? Um, it's pretty fucked. Um, I don't know what's gonna happen. Uh, like one of your diseases is incurable, and also well, another thing I don't want to spoil. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and then and then that thing proceeded to lay waste to our map. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that's it, the thing is like that section of the map is just so messed up. Like between uh, extra ri- like rioting cities and uh, that other thing I don't want to mention. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, it's super fucked. Super, super fucked. Um, yeah, it makes me worried that, (laughs) well, if, if, for anyone who doesn't know, Pandemic Legacy is the board game Pandemic, which is this, like, save the world from a disease game. Yeah, it's a it's a cooperative um, disease curing game, basically. Which definitely it actually doesn't tell you anything about how the game is played. Doesn't, but that's fine. Um, but you also so it's like there's spots on a map and you have to move around the map and it's it's a cooperative game. So you're like moving around the map, trading pieces with each other, and like trying to cure the disease using gameplay mechanics that I won't go into. Yep. But Pandemic Legacy adds this element of, like, you have a persistent game board and, like, the effects of a previous game, for better or for worse, Yep, remain. It's messed uh, up. That's yeah, fine. so sometimes it's good. Like, you win, and it's like, okay, take one of your research stations, and it'll be a research station at the beginning of the next game, <clears throat> which can be, can be huge. Um, but if you lose... Or you just don't win quickly enough. Yep. Um, your map can be like permanent, basically permanently damaged. Yep, it's true. Uh, and like, is there eventually like a a, a win or loss? Like, if you play twenty four games <clears throat> and you you've lost, I think so. Um, but I I don't know the answer for sure because obviously I'm not there yet. Um. I think there's an ultimate end. Like there's a there's an overarching storyline that's happening 
and I think there is an end to it, whether you win or lose. I bet you there's multiple endings. Um, yeah, that that would make sense. Yeah. Um, but it's super neato. It seems like... So they have this... Um, there's like all these extra gameplay mechanics that come into play. So everyone starts with this deck of cards where as you're playing it's it'll say like when you play after you've played your fifth game flip this card over mm. if you've just won that game then scratch this off uh etc etc um but there's also these cards of like or there's these boxes of like additional game pieces and stuff that get added in yep. or can be added in and box eight is just open this box if you've lost four games in a row yeah. and there's it's some probably just guns yeah it's for killing yourself <laughs> it's um you're so bad at pandemic yourself in your head it's it's like um obviously i don't want to tell anyone i don't want to tell you let alone anyone else what's in it but it's basically like as you may have guessed it's stuff to like make the game easier not like easier but to like help you recoup that those four those losses yeah. so you don't just spiral out of control because every time you lose the the game gets they they get they make the next game easier, but like if you lost because there was a shitload of outbreaks, then your next time you play is gonna be harder. Yeah, it's buck wild. So they try. I guess they, I I I take it. I don't know specifically what's in there, but I take it. It's like some stuff that helps like mitigate the fact that you just lost four games, so that maybe you can win more in the future. You don't just lose, 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 lose. Mm, yep. Um, but I've also I read a I've read a thread that was just like, "Hey, should we lose four games on purpose so that we can get what's in the box?" And people were like, "No, don't do that. Don't do that." Um, it's like it'll make the game easier, but there's uh, like not that not not really there's big okay. enough difference. So what's funny is that there's two versions of this game, and there's the red version and the blue version. Um, yeah. So legit. one uh, you can't catch a Growlithe. That's right, and the other you that. can't catch a Vulpix. Um, the other thing is that they're exactly the same. Like exactly, oh, exactly the same. The point, I, I guess, the point is you can buy a different colored box, and, and so play that you can a new play game. the game twice. Yep. Um, also, I kind of this has me thinking about Risk Legacy, and I don't even know if I like Risk that much. Isn't it? Is that just two players? Uh, no, it's up to four. But it's like head to head, right? Uh, it's competitive. That's um, a little bit harder because you have to play. I feel like you need to play with the same four people every time. Yeah, it's not like Pandemic where you can just kind of like walk in with anybody and it's okay. Like I forgot to name my character last night. Oh, you fucked up. Uh, maybe I just won't. Maybe I'll just use. I I actually think I'd rather use the researcher next time if I mm. played again. Yeah. So it's probably for the best. But we um, have the quarantine specialist. Yeah. Uh, but that that's it's cool. I like it a lot, and um, it's buckwab. Yeah, it seems I forgot how to play Pandemic, and then when I started playing it again, I was like, oh, yeah, shit. Oh, yeah, this This game's hard. Oh, yeah, this game is really hard, but also I feel like succeeding is really rewarding. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we were... I mean, we we were basically at the mercy of the luck of the draw last it's, night. We didn't have anything helping us. So I think if true. we played again, we might stand a better chance. Yep. Yep. It's all, it's all true. 
considering you've only been playing a round of that game every six months or so. Basically, yeah. We could probably pick it up a little bit more. We could. Is is it like you should... Is it four people maximum? It is, yeah. What do you have less than one person just uses two I, I think you, boys? If you, no, if you have less, you just have less, but you get more... Um, you get extra starting cards, and I think you also get extra funding. Um, and you also draw from the Outbreak deck less often. Yes. Well, basically, uh, you, you draw from the Outbreak deck the same number of times always, because it happens on every person's turn. You just have, like, less ability to, like, spread out. Because, like, you're three people or two people or whatever. And there's also less chance that you're stuck in it. Like, if your dude is in a city and all three of the other people, like, outbreak. Like, there's less chance that you'll be standing in a city when someone else draws the card to fuck you over. Right, exactly. And get you scarred. Mm-hmm. Well, but you can you can do that, though. Like, you're playing with two people. You can just have them do two people. Like, that's yep. just... I feel like that's just, like, a gameplay decision on your part. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Like, um... My, st- my favorite co-op games are still... Co- co-op board games are still, um... Uh, Forbidden Island. Forbidden well, Island is, is good. Is that what it's called? Yeah. I can't well, believe I, I remembered that. Holy shit. Yeah, that one's pretty good. Have you ever played Forbidden Desert? No. I, I'm assuming it's, it's the same prison no. principle. It's, it's, it's very, it's very different. Um, I've only played the iPad version, but the iPad version of both of those games are really good because there's so much drawing cards and random stuff that you're just like, someone do this for me. Yeah. Like, I fe- I see no reason not to have just someone do this for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Tormid Desert is, like, you're in a, like, a grid map, and you have to uh, unearth parts of a machine. Like, you have to unearth four parts of, like, an airship and take them to the, the launch pad, which is also somewhere underneath the sand. Mm-hmm. But every time one person goes, the sandstorm gets a turn, and the sandstorm will, like, move across the map a certain... Like, you draw... The Sandstorm deck has, like, move left, three, or move up, one. Mm-hmm. And every space they pass over um, gets an extra thing of sand on top. And when you go to unearth that tile, you need to spend an extra action to remove the sand. Yep. So... Uh, it's it's pretty, pretty standard stuff, but I think I think it's cool. It's yeah. a little bit. I think it's also a little bit easier, or it winds up being a little bit easier than Forbidden Island. Mm-hmm. Are we sure that's what it's called? Yes. So it really didn't sound right. Mm-hmm. I Nick, like that game though. Nick, have you been on Twitter this morning? Yep. Yep. Have, have you? Did you only see, every morning? Did you see from literally every publication that even is remotely adjacent to video games that Witcher is getting a Netflix television adaption? No, I did not see that. All I oh, heard about... I don't know how that's possible. Okay, but um, I literally saw it like 18 times this morning, and I'm like, I get it. I get it. The only thing I heard about is that that game Sonic Forces is going to have a create a character feature. Oh, no! Yeah, buddy. Uh, oh, dude, the internet is going to die. That's it. Uh, the inter- internet's uh, over. Cancel the internet. 
It's also it's been made very very explicitly clear that as soon as that game comes out, there will be a monster factory made of it. Oh, that's oh my god! I'm so excited. It seems well, that just seems rife for it. Yeah, like he, they just got ahead of it, and they're just like, "Don't tweet at us." It's We're gonna already happen. doing it as soon as it comes in. Yeah, I I don't. I didn't see this thing about The Witcher. I also don't like The Witcher, so. Mm, yep. I, I don't know. I would cool. watch it. I like The Witcher. I don't know if I care about the story enough, but I do I do like The Witcher. I, like, hate everything about The Witcher. Everything? Almost everything. They have a horse named Roach. That's, That's pretty, pretty cool. That's Yep. Uh, yep. Besides that, um, I don't think it plays well. Uh, I don't think it's user-friendly. I don't care for the setting. Mm. I don't like the main character. Mm. Um, you, it sounds like you don't like this game very much. As, I as, never played as you any said. of the, either of the first two. Uh-huh, me either. Um, but, yeah, the third game. Oh, yeah, 16,000 people are tweeting about The Witcher. Yeah. But, yeah, generally speaking, I don't... I can't. I can't get into that game. I think the the combat is like mushy and shitty, and the I fact just, that yeah. it, it it's an open world game where you can just stumble upon like a level thirty bandit that'll fucking one shot you is like, God, I'm having so much fun right now. I just I game just, of the year. <clears throat> I just turned um, I just turned it to like the easiest. Oh, I I was already. And then... I was already playing. I was already playing on the lowest difficulty setting. Which is why I said, like, I'm on the lowest difficulty setting. I probably won't get, like, two-shotted by bandits. I was like, game of the year. Game of the year. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe because I don't have to play it, the TV series would be cool. Yeah. That's a real possibility. Yeah. Is it it coming to Netflix? It's on Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. Um, Yeah, fuck me up, fam. Yeah, right? Fuck fuck me up, fam. Shit. I'll give it a shot. Uh and then also so last night we also played Betrayal in the House of the Hill, which I've only I was only playing for the second time. Mm. But is is like a really fun not co op game. Not co op game. Not nah. yeah, yeah. Um it. Yeah, it's well it literally is like, hey, you wanna play a fun co op game? And then after twenty minutes it's like not not co op. Uh, and you have to, well, sometimes it stays co-op, but the, uh, we were playing with the expansion and we were playing like the haunt we got, which is like the end game. It's sort of like the way the game resolves. Like the game always begins the same. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. halfway through you find out how the game is going to resolve <laughs> and who's going to win or lose and how it's going to play out. And it's vastly, vastly, vastly different. Every, like there's a hundred with this expansion, there's a hundred different ways that, that can go. Yep. And there are similarities between them, but this one was like wholly unique in an amazingly ridiculous way. It's very good. I recommend you pick up that expansion because I bet you um the there some more buckwild ones in there. Um, yeah, if you uh if you like those sort of games, I mean definitely get that game immediately get the expansion and then immediately find out a better way to track your player stats. Oh, that reminds me to download the. Um, Do it now. Ah, uh, thanks, Nick. 
Yeah, uh, there should be like a digital version of doing that. I bet. I bet you maybe there's a stupid app. Character stats for betrayal by Jacob Whitnar on the iOS store. There you go. See, get, get. It doesn't even offer in in app purchases. That's cool. Oh, there's also a soundboard for for House on the Betrayal at House on the Hill. Oh, really? Oh, that costs eight dollars. <laughs> Fuck. Well, that's just like you 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 got the puzzle box, and then it or you got <laughs> like the dog, and so I, I put I see. you click on the dog, and it goes, oh wolf, oh uh, wolf, wolf, wolf. Woof. There's like. There's like so many of these. Because I'm sure. th- this is a real problem. Basically, the, you have to keep your track. You have these hexagons in the game that you keep your track of your character stats with. Yeah. And you have little like sliders that like you say like, oh, my might is at three. And oh, I, I gained a might. So I'm going to slide it up. But the little pieces you put on there never stay there. So there's all sorts of people have, like, there's at least two different iOS apps that help you track it, or you can 3D print. Like, people have made, like, 3D print and, like, f- released the the source documents to help you 3D print, like, markers that stay on the hexagon better. Yeah. Um, because it's, like, a, an actual legitimate problem. Which one? Which one is? Uh, this? this one might be it. This one might be the one I want. It's got, like little slots that you stick the chips into and then the chips have also pegs and then they can't move. Do you have to would you have to do it one at a time? Uh like you could... have to you have to load it up and say like I need to print 16 of these. But um, no, I can I can make a file that has um like 8 of them. I could probably fit 8 of them on a single print. Oh, cuz it'll move across the field. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Yo, oh wait. yeah, yeah. Duh. I thought you were gonna have to like come in and move the first one out of the way before it started printing the second one, but that's because I'm a f- idiot. Yeah, it's it's chill. But then you have to flip the paper over if you wanted to print on the other side. Yeah, that's how 3D printers work. So um, it's crazy. Very similar to 2D printers. Yeah. Uh, have you done anything else this week? Um, it's like maybe a little bit of Mario Kart here and there, or well, like what's... since we since we last recorded, I beat Persona Five. Unless I did that last week, I honestly don't remember. I don't think you were done with Persona Five last week. Okay, I beat Persona Five. Good. It was it was pretty good. Rent, buy, or skip? Uh, definitely buy. Nice. Definitely buy. Yeah, um, I um, I should play that game somewhere. You should. Uh, but yeah, you like pos- good positive experience came out of it. Going like, thumbs up. Yeah, I I need to like sit on it for a little while to see like where it falls in um, like how I rank and view the other Persona games. Um, I need to sit on it for a little bit. It seems like it's the best mechanically. It is. It's because it's modern. Yeah. And- like it's it's come a long way since like 2008 or whenever Persona 4 came out. Even though I don't really care, or I could do without all the like sneaking through vents stuff. Uh, yeah, I, I would have definitely settled for just like climbing Tartarus, right? Like actually, literally, like randomly generated maps every floor. Yep. Um, but 
you know, they it it works in the dungeons I've been in. It seems fine, but yeah. it 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 seems like a lot of yeah. You know, I don't know. It's a lot of effort, but it, it worked. Is that does that like persist through the end of the game? Like the last dungeon still has a lot of like unique like set pieces um, of like new mechanics and vent and crawling and jumping across things and uh, not really. Uh, they they tone that stuff down towards the end of the game, which I was appreciative of. Is there is there a famous place? Is there like a stereotypical place for people to steal from that doesn't get addressed in the game? What? Like, you know how all the places, all the dungeons are super stereotypical places that people would burglarize? Uh, did you not get that? I don't know what you're asking me right now. But did you not get that? No. What? So, like, all the dungeons, the locations, uh huh, are like places, like places, yeah, that are stereotypically popular, popular burglary targets, like a bank, oh, bank robbers, oh, art thieves, go to a oh. museum and steal art, or you would raid a castle, or you would be a oh. grave robber in a pyramid. Uh, Did you really not get that? No, I didn't draw that connection at all. Are there any places that you would have liked to have stolen from just for the sake of yo, like yo, 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 stereotypes? Yo, 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 yo. A train. Oh shit, there's no train? There's no train. Shit, spoilers. Oh man. Well, that's more of like a bandit thing. I feel no, like part of the robbing, thing still robbing from and taking objects. Yeah, but you're also the thing about the train is that there's there's rich people riding on trains and you can steal from them and they can't go anywhere. That's that's the whole I think that's the whole mentality behind like you're rob you're actually robbing someone. Yeah. Instead of like burglarizing them. I wanted I wanted to rob a train. That would have been cool. But they didn't let me. Zero out of ten. Fuck. I give it a pass. No, I love that game. I just don't have the time to devote to it. I'm sorry. Um, now I'm or gonna... I just have been spending any time I would devote to it on other dumb shit. Cool places to rob. Did you just Google that? Yep. <laughs> uh, all the things are from Skyrim. Oh, okay. Cool places. Yeah, like if you could go to the temple of mara i don't even know like what's the coolest place to rob in skyrim i don't know according to that list oh i didn't i closed it here let me reopen it i'm just curious cool places to rob popping in to say windhelm is a great spot tons of locked boxes davin's watch is especially the market district davin's watch have you tried robbing the Declaration of Independence? That one's uh, that's a that's a joke. There's an island north of Ebonheart with about four or five Argonian huts. Very few guards. Each hut has a lockbox in it. Ebonheart? I don't know. Castles in general are awesome. What castles are they referring to? I don't know. Like the the Thanes. 
my f- my favorite places are Shornhelm and Riften, but um, they are not very efficient. Uh, T H E I R. McDonald's, right? I'm very dissatisfied with this list. Same. I. I try to figure out the proper way to express this. I've spent the last week mm-hmm. obsessed with Pokemon cards. Uh oh. I. How, how? How though? I don't understand the question. Like, how are how are, how are you being obsessed with Pokemon cards? Like, what are what are you doing to like? Are you buying? Like, are you just are you starting up fresh with some new Pokemon cards, and you're going to uh, local tournaments, playing with the kids? I've not been to a local tournament. Are you? What? Are you, so how are, how are you? How are you indulging yourself in your obsession? Is is my question? So I, I've been known to do it in the past, but I haven't. I never really got into it that deep. But I've been playing the Pokemon trading card game online. Mm. Uh, which has been around for a couple of years. Um, it seems like, like obviously the real, the real competitive element of that is like because you make your own deck. If you like get packs and make your own deck, the only place you can really use it is like in versus mode or in tournaments. Uh huh. Which that seems like the com- the competitive element of it, like kind of a, the the latter mode in. Uh, Hearthstone, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I've done a little bit of that, but it also makes me feel like less bad when I lose against somebody, because you don't like lose rank or you're not like trying to get get like a win a win streak, win win streak. It's just like oh, you did it, you got ten lightning bolts. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also like a, a fairly robust like versus AI component. That if you just want to play Pokemon trading card game, yeah, it's like I don't know what else you could ask for besides that you can't really you can't really use your own decks against the AI for some reason. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure where that decision came from. Yep, but I, like I I have a lot of nostalgia for Pokemon trading card game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pokemon trading card game for the Game Boy Color is my favorite game. Or, I don't know if that's true anymore. Hmm. It might might, might be my second favorite game. Mm. I do I do remember how much you like that game. I like that game a lot. Yeah. Uh, so I've, I have an extreme amount of nostalgia for, for the Pokemon trading card game in general. Uh, it's a pretty simple game. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit like Magic the Gathering. Except more simple. Uh, yep. And it's all based on, like... Deck composition in Pokemon Trading Card Game is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's, like, cards... Like, all games, all card games... Trading card games, collectible card games, or whatever you... What's the difference between a trading card game and a collectible card game? Uh, this, uh, the ability to trade. The ability to... Um, yeah, I guess. Or, like, own like, physical objects. No, because you can you can trade digital goods. 
if your game allows for it. So I, but I feel like Hearthstone Hearthstone's a collectible card game, right? Uh and yeah. you can't trade with anybody? Exactly, yeah. Um so like collectible card games or card games in general where like you build your own deck and like go to head to head with somebody. It's mm-hmm. uh, obviously a huge element of the game is deck composition. There's all sorts of synergy between different kinds of cards like this card goes really well with this card or like this is you know, here's a Yu-Gi-Oh card from like the Elemental Hero series that if you play it with alongside a deck made with these cards, you're gonna do well. Like the the effect mentions other cards, or like summon a monster that contains the name Elemental Hero, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Pokemon, it's a little bit more specific because just like if you don't have the right cards, you just can't play. Like you're like, ah, sh- I love this Blastoise. I love Blastoise. I'm gonna put it in my deck. It's like okay, well, you better make sure you have Squirtles and War Turtles, or literally, you cannot play that card. And blue and blue magic. Yes, you need blue energy. Blue, um, blue magic. Water energy. Water magic. Um, you need yes, you need blue land cards. That's right. To play Blastoise, and you better tap those motherfuckers. You need so you need to like have a Squirtle and draw a War Turtle, and then draw your Blastoise. I mean, there's trainer cards that help. There's all sorts of Buckwild trainer cards. Just, like, draw three cards. Sick. Like, there's all sorts of stuff like that. They'll help you, like, get new cards. Uh, a lot of the, like, the basic sets in the game have all sorts of interesting ways of acquiring new cards. Mm-hmm. Just to, like, get your, your more powerful dudes on the field. But it's it's a really, like, deck composition is really weird in that game. Because you can't just play any card with any card. So I'm... I almost appreciate the fact that they're just like, here, just just use one of these seven decks. Yeah, just do that. And I'm like, oh, sick. Well, you, and you can also um, buy theme decks with in-game currency, uh, to, which are like the pre-made decks that you can buy yeah. at the store. Uh, and you can use those against the AI, uh, and most of those always give you like a fighting chance against someone in versus mode, too. Mm-hmm. But one, also in versus mode, you can take the deck, you can copy it, and then like swap out some of the cards, and kind of customize it a little bit. If you got some trainer cards, you'd rather use instead of other trainer cards. So yeah. that freedom exists. Uh, there's like daily challenges and stuff, um, login bonuses. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's you know, it's pretty par for the course in terms of like an online card game. But I think it's a little bit, a little bit more fun, a little, a little bit more carefree. Um, I always get, like, anxious or nervous when I play Hearthstone. Like, I get, like, fucking battle high when I play Hearthstone. Yeah, sure, I get that. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just, like, it's a lot of, like, it's tense. It's more tense. Um, matches at Pokemon trading card game tend to last a little bit longer, but, uh, it's more of a carefree experience. You know, mm. it's a game I'm really familiar with. It's not a complex game. Um... There's not a lot of stuff to memorize. You know, like, your Pokemon card... Your Pokemon might have, like, two attacks, and you might need to, like, learn what an EX Pokemon is. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, you don't have to worry about, like, oh, this monster has charge. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, I remember playing Magic the Gathering. Like, I know how to play Magic the Gathering. I played, like, one of the the online games. Right. Like, one of the the computer games. Yep. And it was just like, oh, yeah, one, one, two, charge, flying... Uh, red monster reverse. I'm like, what the fuck? I was like looking up a glossary of like what all these terms meant. Pokemon trading card game 
it, I think it's a big selling point. It's it's a it's simplicity and b the fact that it's got Pokemon in it. Yeah, people are like, oh shit, Pokemon! I know what that is. I'd like to play this card game. Um, and that that gets it a long way because there's all sorts of people who are interested in uh, collecting the cards as well. Right. I mean, as with any card game, like yeah. they're just people who collect, sell, trade cards without ever really playing it that much. Mm-hmm. So this would be that'd be pretty normal if I just said like, yeah, I checked out Pokemon trading card game online and it was tight. It used to be like a Flash game. They have a standalone version. They've got an iPad version. The iPad version's been out for a long time, but yeah. Uh, I, I like I downloaded it when I first got my iPad like over a year ago, but yeah. I didn't really I didn't really play it that much. Yeah. It'd be pretty normal if this was the end of the conversation. Like mm-hmm. this is like, oh, put my training card game online. It's, it's alright. I like mm-hmm. its simplicity. It's alright. This right. has been the Bear vs. Mancast. Drink some water. But like no. I uh, so I I noticed the weird thing to me, as soon as I, I started playing that game, it was that I was like well, first of all, I don't really care that strongly about getting card packs. Like, it's not as important as, like, Hearthstone. Right. Because you can just play with theme decks that you can earn by playing the game, and, like, you're seriously going to win, like, a lot of games. Yeah. There is a lot of luck involved. Drawing the right cards, drawing the right evolution cards. There's a lot of luck involved, for sure. Right. Um, the we So... But I but I said to myself, like, just for the sake of knowing, it's twenty seventeen, let's check out what like in app purchases this business has got going on. Yep. I was like, alright, let me just like let me see what, what they want for like a, a card pack or something. Or like how can I or card packs are like two hundred coins in game, like how do I buy can I buy like a thousand coins right now? I mean not yep. not that I necessarily would, but like let me just get some coins. Let me see let me see what the price is, what the going rate is. Uh, no. Uh, no. <laughs> you cannot. You can buy tickets to enter tournaments. Okay. Um, which have potential for, like, in-game prizes. But you can't buy cards. And I'm like, well, that's a really weird business model. I feel like all these games that are free-to-play give you some way to just buy, like, acquire cards. Like, dump money into getting cards. Because... Like, why wouldn't they? Like, why wouldn't Hearthstone be like, yeah, it's free, but if you want to just, like, give us $100, we're going to definitely let you. We're going to definitely, we don't care. definitely let we don't, you. We don't care how much dust you get. Like, we couldn't give a sh- any sh- less of a shit. We're just going to make all those cards that you like invalid in a year and a half anyways. Right. And they will enjoy doing that. Um, And then I, f- I figured it out. Okay. Yep. I've been watching... A YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. I watch lots of YouTube channels, but I started watching a new one. Okay. Yep. Called Max Mofo Pokemon. Max Mofo is a, a relatively long time YouTuber who's got a couple of different channels. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's he's a really big he's a he's he's a big Pokemon fan, and he's also loves collecting cards, and he's got a lot of videos where he just like opens collectors boxes or just like opens booster booster packs. Sure. Yeah. And obviously, I've never, I haven't opened a pack of Pokemon cards in a long time. I'm sure I used to buy them fairly often, like yeah. booster packs for like the fossil set and the jungle set. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The I fossil set had that like fucking Scyther on it. Yeah, 
You know the that. one. Yeah, I do. Those are like super rare collector's editions. There's like apparently like a third party company takes like a bunch of booster packs and makes these mystery box things that are like five packs for twenty five dollars with some extra bullshit in it. Mm-hmm. But there's like a chance that like one in fifty boxes has like a pack of fossil cards in it. And like there are collectors who just just buy that shit up for the mm-hmm. boatload. Because they want those those old packs. Jokes on them. I've got like probably a fairly complete like set of legacy Pokemon cards mm-hmm. that I need to go through my old binder. I had the thought. I had the thought to put them in a binder. Yeah. Uh, so I've got a binder, and it's like a fucking like fabric five star binder with like a zipper. Mm-hmm. Like so, it's enclosed. Mm-hmm. It's not just like tops three ring binder put it on your shelf like i me from 10 years ago or whatever thought about this shit Mm -hmm. 12 15 years ago i remember the last time i really played i also have like 14 decks a lot of them are from the uh gym leader series of like this is erica's deck it's got erica's vile plume in it you know with some modifications but i've had 14 pre-made decks Oh shit! Yeah, I was like, "What? Why did I make all? I know, I know some of these. I know there was one. There was one deck I made that was Fire and Lightning. Mm-hmm. I put all the best trainers in it, and it was like my my baby. Like it was like, this is the fucking deck. This is it. This is this the is one. the deck. Uh, I think I also had one that was like that I made like from scratch. It was like Water and Psychic. It's all about like collecting more cards, and once you have the evolutionary line, you know, you put like four Squirtles, three War Turtles. You know, you can put four war turtles in your deck, but you're increasing the chances you're going to draw a war turtle without having a squirtle. Mm. So it's usually like four squirtles, three war turtles, two blastoise. Or three, two, one. It's like a good good deck structure. Once you have those cards, then you can start building decks. Uh, and then it's a matter of, like, finding people to play with. Or I remember part of part of having so many decks was, like, when my, whenever my cousins came over, I could be like, all right, we're going to put all these decks face down. Pick yeah. one randomly, and I'll pick one randomly, and we're just going to battle. And yeah. if there's some sort of type type differential, then, like, that was just luck of the draw. Yep. Suck it. Suck it. Or, like, a fire and lightning deck. You know, your opponent's playing water. Sometimes you're going to have the advantage. Sometimes you're going to have the disadvantage. You just got to play smart. That's right. And have good luck. I don't even know where I was, where I was at. So, okay, so booster packs. It, now... 2017, open a booster pack, first card in the pack. Hey, here's an online code. Redeem it at Pokemon Trading Card Game Online to get a booster pack. Yeah. So you get you get 10 real cards, you get 10 digital cards. Which, at first I was like, oh, that's kind of fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Until I realized, how much does a Hearthstone pack cost? Uh, well, you only got five cards in that, but you also have less cards in your deck. Is it like a dollar? Uh, uh, or like a dollar fifty? I don't know, actually. I have no idea. Off the top of my head. Yeah, but just kind of ballpark it. Like two dollars, maybe? Mm. Would you say it's more than two dollars? Hold on, I'm going to look it up. I feel like it's probably more like a dollar. If you go into Toys R Us 
and you buy one separate loose pack yep of pokemon trading cards yep 10 cards for the pokemon trading card game seven dollars if you buy so it seems like absolutely if you want pokemon cards never ever go into a store and buy them they like cost like 25 percent more than what you can find online Mm-hmm. Go online. I mean, a cheapest way you buy a booster box. That's thirty six packs. That's like ninety four dollars. Mm-hmm. You can really only find the newer expansions in booster boxes. But a pack costs between one dollar and fifty cents and one dollar and seventeen cents, depending on the bundle you choose. Yeah. So this is quite the markup we're talking about. If you just want some in game cards, right. And in Hearthstone, it's all about having more cards, like making the better decks, hoping you get a legendary, and hoping it's for the character you like. Yeah. And this uh, Pokemon trading card game, especially Pokemon trading card game online, like having more cards doesn't even do you that much good unless you're in like extremely high level play and you're like making your own decks to enter like online tournaments. Mm-hmm. $7. I mean, well, if you buy a booster box, you spend ninety six dollars. You can get each pack is only like three fifty, but still. Yeah. And if you don't want the real cards, you don't need like you don't want them. Then you don't want them. Uh, and it's just it's just a waste of space. You can so people also all the time buy a booster box because they want the cards. They're going to resell the cards, or they're trying to get a full collection of a set and then sell that. Mm-hmm. Or just sell the good cards. Yep. Yep. Uh, and so they take all the online codes, package them up, and just sell those for like less than ten dollars for thirty six. Right. So if you can find a, like a third party seller, you can spend like ten bucks, which would get you uh eight packs of Hearthstone cards, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and instead get thirty six packs of Pokemon cards. Just for the sake of reference. Online only. So the conclusion I came to. So here's okay. where I'm at. Uh, I don't care super super a lot about... Like, I just want to play Pokemon Trading Card Game online. Get, like, new theme boxes, th- theme decks, whatever. Um, the online collection element of it, like, I'm not that into. I mean, that being said, I did buy one of those sets of 36 online codes because it was mm-hmm. like six dollars mm-hmm. because it's for a set that well i'll get into the sets in a second um but i i don't have any interest in buying a booster like a booster box of pokemon trading card game sun and moon guardians rising which mm-hmm. is the newest expansion mm-hmm because I just like don't care about having those cards, right? Uh, it'd be it'd be like cool to get the newest cards in the game, like the online game. Be like, oh, sick! I can make can make a deck, and maybe maybe can my deck might maybe. But there's so there's two sets that came out last year. Yep, one is called Evolutions XY, XY Evolutions. That is. Like, several or many cards from, like, the base set, like, the exact art from the base set with, like, updated mechanics on them. 
So like Star You Star Me Machop, Diglett, mm-hmm. Sandshrew, Haunter, Ghastly, like those cards that like when you think of Pokemon cards, you think it's like the the cards that were like Ponyta uh Vulpix. Like the cards that were basically in like the starter decks. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like the starter decks, starter decks. I had like an original starter deck from when that game first existed. Because I was into Pokemon, and then I found out that they were trading. It was a trading card game, and I was like, "Ah, oh, here it go!" Oh hell yeah! Uh, so they have like all those old cards, but like updated mechanics. So like I I I bought some physical booster packs of that because apparently that de- that. That set isn't particularly useful. Like the the cards in that deck, or the cards in that set, are a not valuable, and b it seems like they're not really that good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, like they're not they will they don't make necessarily a strong deck. But for nostalgia purposes, that's that's valuable to me. Very. So I got a couple of booster packs of that, and I th- that's also the set I got the booster codes for. So I'm going to have, like, a digital unboxing extravaganza mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and have, have a good – have some good, like, nostalgia and have a nostalgia high from that. Yeah. Uh, but there's also – it's like that – so that's the thing is, like, you get – like if I, and I also get, like, six more codes from the packs, and that's that's fine. I mean, they also added some new, like, new art, like, Blast, like, the Mega – like, the Evolutions. I think it might be Megas. But the new evolutions have like these newer updated EX ones that have like a full art variation and holographic whatever, uh, like all the the Vulpix Slowbro, like like Mega. There's like a Mega Slowbro one, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, or Nine Tails, Blastoise, etc. Uh, except for Charizard, that's just like one of the rarest cards in the set is still just holographic Charizard. Of course, I think always, it, always. it's still it's still like it's not just a reprint. I think I, I think they did still like m- redo his game mechanics or whatever, but uh, they very much were like, listen, we know that people were obsessed with that Charizard card, so that was like the one me- like the one full evolution that they didn't change. Mm-hmm. Also, last year in February. Um, the Pokemon trading card game turned 20 years old. Whoa! Um, and so to celebrate that, they released a bunch of stuff, a bunch of collector's stuff. Um, uh, sorry. They released a, a bunch of collector's stuff with, uh, packs in it called Pokemon, called generations that are it's a set of um all first 150 mm-hmm. uh pokemon but yep. it's not like reused art or or card information or anything mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's just like a, a new set based on 150 pokemon and also each one contains two cards from a set that was previously only available in Japan that they translated and redid uh, for English audiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, those, But those cards don't exist in the online game. And I got a little... I got, I got some of those. 
because that sounds the most interesting to me is like to have these kind of rare cards that evoke a certain amount of nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you don't, you like don't have the value of like getting online shit with them. And yeah, they only true. come, well, you can find people who have like opened collector's boxes and didn't want the cards or whatever, or sold everything out of it separately. Uh, and they'll, they'll sell you, a couple packs of generations, but they tend to be like, they are more expensive for sure. Uh, or you can get one that's like, here's the, the red and moon, the red and moon, red and blue box blastoise edition that comes with four packs and a special blastoise card. Um, but that shit is more expensive. So I, I haven't opened any of the ones I've gotten yet. I'm going to see how that makes me feel. If I could just stop there, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Yep. But the, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the both of those, the evolutions and the generation set are just so they play so much on my nostalgia. Uh, I'm certainly not a collector. I'm not a completionist. Like I don't feel the need to like buy generations. I mean, if I really wanted just like a complete set of generations cards, like I could go on the Electronic Bay and see what's good. But that's not what I'm in it for. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I'm in it for, though. Is the problem? There's so many, so many facets of this, like the collect, like the online game, the regular game, the, um, the collecting edi- the collecting aspect. I, I think for me, it, it's like really just about the nostalgia, right? <clears throat> uh, I want to like have these, so that's why I'm not interested in any of the newer sets as much as it'd be cool to like have those in the online game. Mm-hmm. For me, it's really is just about like. Like opening a pack of of these cards and being like, "Oh shit, I remember this card," or like, "I, I, or like, rem- oh. I remember." Or there's also, did you you played Pokemon Trading Card Game, right? I have. Do you remember that like crazy dude Imakuni? No, nope. like wears like a weird bear suit, and it's just like he has a trainer card that's like your your um your your active Pokemon is now confused. I don't I IDK like because fuck you that's why like I do I'm not. crazy. I do you don't remember, remember that guy? No. Imakuni, he's like some guy who helped develop the Pokémon Trading Card game or he worked on the video game or something. Mhm. And he became like this kind of weird mascot. Like there's like Imakuni cards in these sets. Like there's like that trainer card exists in generations and there's also Imakuni's Dodrio in evolutions. Mhm. Like it's just it's like little subtle it's just like little cool things about it. Like I just want to I just want to have that shit and like put them in in a bind. Like I, I don't know. I don't even know why I care so much. It's just like cool to me. And then I get to play the online game, which I think is pretty fun. Like I I I like the simplicity of it. Radical. Yeah, let's I don't know where this is this road is going to lead me, but like and also man, that that channel i mentioned earlier that i guess like it's a, like a collectibles channel but he does a lot of pack opening mm-hmm. and it's just like opening so many so, packs he opens a lot of packs and it's it's so entertaining he's australian um his voice is hilarious oh great like, i don't know he's just entertaining um i have a good time watching his videos Uh, yeah. And so I've just been doing, like, a lot of that. That's rad. 
I don't know if anybody's selling a full set of... You get a full set of all 11 Pokemon Mythic Collection Generations boxes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Dude, this is... I didn't realize what, what tr physical trading card games had been up to this whole time. Uh, apparently they're buck wild. Then, like, the number of... Like, you just go into Toys R Us, similar to how I did, um, which... Pokemon 1999 complete card lists, card lot, 200 plus, first generation vintage base set, $7,000 on eBay. Whoa! Um... Is there any other bids on this? No, but you can buy it now. Yeah, of course you can. I might... I don't think I have a full set, but these are all cards that I, like... Have? Am super familiar with or have. Like, I don't know if I ever got a holographical fable, but... Can you fucking imagine... No, I, I can't. Shit. I don't like, dude. Oh well, there's a Charizard in here. Never mind. Um, I like. I don't like. I was just talking about how much I love these, the, having these things, and how I, I think it's cool. Um, but for seven grand, Jesus. for seven thousand dollars. Yeah, I would sell it for seven thousand dollars. That's a reasonable price point, I, and I and I would use that money to buy a Vita. Um. I don't even I don't even know what I was just saying before I observed that. I don't know. Something about, something about Pokemon cards. For seven thousand dollars you can have that collection of Pokemon cards or a two thousand eight Ford Taurus X. Used? Yep. Hmm. I didn't ninety have a car, ninety ninety one thousand miles. Oops. That's a lot of miles. I'm just saying. That's way not worth it. I'm just saying. I'm just I love this dude who's like putting ninety one thousand miles on his car and is like I can probably still sell this for seven thousand dollars. Yeah. It's like I've I know I've driven this car for ninety one thousand miles, but I need to recoup some of the costs. That seems like be, a seven G's. This seems to be a trend. I'm looking at what, these cars. Seven thousand dollars for a Taurus for a Taurus X? No, just like all these cars have like seventy five thousand miles plus. I wanted to make a funny joke, but now we're too into it. Now we're now it's too real. Oh man, Pokemon e-reader cards. Oh, dude, what? <laughs> I remember, remember, when, e -reader. remember the e GBA e-reader. What did those cards even do? There wasn't a Pokemon like trading card game. It was Amiibo before Amiibos were Amiibos. Yeah, but there wasn't anything like what would you be swiping them into? What game are you swiping them into? I don't understand. You, I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. Have you heard about this um, Operation Rap Rabbit? Nope. Rap Rabbit? Nope. Wow. How did we? How are we operating on like different Twitter uh, spectrums of of like the yeah of social media? I don't know that I don't know about The Witcher. You don't know about Operation Rap Rabbit. I don't know. Oh wait, is that the new um yes the thing from the guy who made uh Parappa Derappa? Yes. Okay. Cool. Good talk. Um, 
Well, it's Parappa the Rappa and also... Guitar Man? Owendon. Oh, okay. Never like, there's those two guys. Like, the Elite Beat Agents thing. Like, it's those two together. But they're like, we want it to be a rap game. So you have to, like... There'll be a segment... Like, the, the gameplay is, like, you spend a portion listening to your opponent. And then, like you coerce him and then joke and then you rap like on, like i'm i'm looking at they have this like detailed breakdown of like listen respond rap mm. um a detailed breakdown of like how the game will be played like and it's like this is too much for me mm-hmm. what is this kick yeah the kickstarter trying to get a super parappa the rappa re- like spiritual successor made basically um and they only need 1.1 million dollars to do it only only shit uh also they're operating out of the UK okay yeah fine this this kickstarter is in british royal pounds where the where the other uh all the other rap albums come from or all the other, well, all the other rap rabbit games with traditional Japanese art made by a completely Japanese development team. Please bring us, please give us a British Royal Pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if they make enough, if they make enough money, there'll be a Switch edition. Do uh, you want, do you, does this sound interesting to you? Do you want to pledge money enough to get um, a... a edition of the game that you can download and play then just give them $39 hmm hmm yeah that doesn't seem like I'm interested in it but I'm not $40 interested in it Is there any media that you consumed or experienced this past week that you would encourage others to do the same? Um, I watched, um, this week, uh, on, uh, it's on YouTube, but I think it's also, um, uh, I think you can also support, uh, him slash them through, uh, because I think it's a group of people. Um, Danny O'Dwyer does uh, no clip, which is video game Danny documentaries, and I finally watched some this past week, and they were really good. I watched um, uh, what did I watch? I watched um, Spelunky, and I watched mm-hmm. um, the documentary on um, the original Frog Frog Fractions, uh, which spawned a tweet. Oh of, yeah, I never I never played Frog Fractions to no. What did I say? It was good. I made a good tweet. I'm in this thing about you being at the point in your life where you're probably fine with never. I'm in this weird place in my life where I never want to play Frog Fractions 2, and that was liked by the developer of Frog Fractions 2. So that was that was good for me. I I I also feel the same way that I could easily have acquired, like just spent the money and just bought the game and played it, but like, it's just not as. I, I I don't know anything about it. Like, I've not spoiled it for myself, but it's just, like, there's a certain magic to it that I... There's a el- magical element to it that's missing. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to describe it. 
Yeah, but... But, I don't um, know, man. Uh, no clip is um is good. Uh, I also watched their Rocket League documentary, which was pretty great. Um, yeah. Oh, what is it about the development or like? Yeah, it's it's, or? it's about the development and the the story of Rocket League. They talk about like super jet moto fucked up super, robot rocket su- cars. Yeah, they talk soccer? about uh, hyper. Powered battle rocket cars. I, I don't fucking know. Um, but yeah, they talk about that. Um, it's cool. It's not Rocket League. Uh, yeah, but, but it is. Um, and they talk about that. It, it, it's neat, and I like it. Um, yeah. Uh, my. I don't know. Okay. I think my. My wreck is gonna go to my stamp. Uh, I play this iOS game called Space Plan. That's like a it's sort of a, an idle game, um, but it, it evolves into be into a little bit more than that. It's like a mm-hmm. smarter idle game, and it's not just an infinite idle game. Like there's a resolution. If anything, I thought it was too short. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it to go on forever, because there's a certain amount of like. Like, if there's no resolution, at a certain point, idle games are, like, pointless, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I mean, yes. Uh, this is a little bit more like a dark room or something where there's an end point, but uh, it's it's not too long. It was only, like, a couple of bucks, and it was an, it was definitely, like, an interesting experience. Uh, if you are not appalled by the idea of an idle game, it's probably worth checking out. Um, but I haven't done anything else besides that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just watched Pokemon unboxing videos and occasionally I still watch it in Mystery Science Theater 3000, the rebirth or whatever the fuck they're calling it. Oh yeah, sure. That's, um, that's yeah. pretty funny. Mm-hmm. It's not even like the thing about like Mystery Science Theater is there's so many jokes in a movie that they talk so much. You're not supposed to laugh at all of them. It'd be <laughs> impossible. Yeah. But it's funny enough. That's cool. Yeah. I've been I've been sticking with that. Yeah. Play some more Puyo Puyo Tetris. I got this dog. Dogs are dogs are cool. Dog. Are you asleep? No. Please follow us on Twitter. That's right. At Bear vs. Man. name is Bear vs. Man. At, at Bear vs. Man. Yep. Additionally, if you don't mind, go to iTunes.com slash search for Bear vs. Man. Uh, find us. Yeah. Report us. Yeah, that's right. Uh, give us a review on iTunes, if you please. Uh, that would be great. We really appreciate it. And it's the only way anybody hears about our show is if you tell friends and review us on iTunes. So if you like us, drop us a, a review. 
Um, even more important than dropping us a review, just tell somebody about tell it. Tell somebody. Tell uh, a friend, a sibling, a family member, mom, dad, cousin about the various main cast, the video game podcast about nothing, uh, so that we can spread our listenership, our diverse listenership across the globe. That's all. That's all we. Oh, all we have is you guys. That's right. Uh, ask us a question. Questions at bearversusman dot com is the email address you can send us uh, your lovely inquiries to, and we will read them on the show. Guaranteed. Yep. Unless we forget to check our email. Yep, that could happen. But um, we'll I see it eventually. I, I think I do okay. If you sent us an email and we didn't talk about it, please uh, resend it. And also tell me I'm uh, – um, uh, I can't think of a funny insult for myself. But. Twitter is a good way to get in touch with us too, obviously. It, it is. Yeah, if you tweet at us, we will tweet back. We're always on Twitter. We're, we're really we're, – we're just very online. We're, we're very connected to the internet. Uh, that's going to do it. Until next week, uh, stay hydrated.